three, two, one. All right, everybody here. I am with Coach Alex. Coach Alex, can I get your full name and background, please? Uh, my name is Alex Anushian. Um, my background in Muay Thai uh, started when I was about 18 years old at Sit Yatong Camp in Los Angeles with crew Walter Michalowski. Went to Thailand the first time around 2004. Hmm. Trained there and kind of that trip. I went on early... I went there early on in my Muay Thai training. I think it was like a few months in. And I think that kind of changed the whole trajectory of my my career in the sport or my time in the sport. How how and was then, that transition from mo growing up in LA to all the way in Thailand? Like what was the culture shock like? What was the training like? Uh I imagine this is back in the early 2000s, 90s, late 90s? Uh, early 2000s. Early 2000s. I don't remember much of a culture shock. I think for me it was more, oh, I'll take that back. I guess the culture shock going there and just kind of realizing, whoa, like these guys live at the gym and like train full time. They don't have to go to work. This is their work. I was like, wow, like I want to do that, you know, and maybe that was the culture shock. But for me, I was just absorbing it all in. I kind of love, love the culture and love just how kind of. The life was out there. They call sabai sabai, you know, sabai sabai, sabai sabai, sabai sabai. Everything's like relaxed, kind of. Hmm. It was chill, and you just train, fight, and yeah, I loved it. I noticed the gyms out there a little bit more outside, like kind of infused with nature. Uh, I know you see a lot of things on YouTube, kicking down bamboo trees, but one of the things I do like is they don't run in an AC gym. No, like kind of like these old school garages. What I'm what I'm used to is. If it's hot, who cares? You know, yeah. you got some fans, you're lucky. But yeah, yeah, training in that environment, how different do you think? What what kind of different element do you think that brings into a training camp going against like the elements, like the heat, for example? Yeah, I like it. And I prefer training in the heat. I can't. It's really difficult for me to train in a temperature control, like a cold AC, AC room, you know, mm -hmm. like it kind of I never feel like I get warmed up enough and I just feels cold in there. But in Thailand, most of them are all, they kind of say, call it a open air gym. Hmm. They have walls, but it's, it's like if we had a bunch of these garage doors all around us, you right. know, just everything's open air. You're getting fresh air flowing in and out of there. And uh, for me, that was like the one of the best parts. Right. Just the fresh air. The fresh air. Yeah. Fresh air. In, in terms of the, the different training styles, what was one of the... What was one of the things you had to get over training Muay Thai from your upbringing in L.A. to how they train in in uh, Thailand? What was that training difference like? Luckily, training in L.A., we kept it. It was pretty, um, pretty true to how they train in Thailand. So I was kind of used to it, used to it already. Um, and we were kind of leading up to that trip going out there. We were getting, you know prepared for what to expect out there so it wasn't too much of a shock for us it was just the the volume of training was mm. the hard part you know because oh in the states most people will come and train for an hour and go home you know and if you're a competitor you probably train longer than that but for the most part you're in the gym two three four days a week train for an hour take a class take two classes and you go home you know but over there you're immersed 
in Muay Thai. You're waking up, sorry, you're waking up, you know, eat, sleep, breathe, shit, Muay Thai all, exactly. all day, every day, and that's it. Because, uh, like, you, I mean, you have options. You could stay outside of the gym if at certain places, but my experience there was we went, I, I lived in the gym, I stayed in the gym. So you'd wake up, you go run, you come back, you know, you start your training, you warm up, jump rope, whatever, shadow box, hit the bags, hit the pads. You finish training. Now you're going uh, shower, clean up. Now food's ready already. You don't have to go, okay, what am I going to eat today? Hmm. Food's ready. You just eat, you know, whatever they made. You eat and then you rest, hang out a little bit with the with the other people there and then 3.30, you wake up and go again. Just go on a shorter run, train. Now, after training's done, you have dinner. You don't have to worry about what we're going to have for dinner. You don't have to go, oh, we didn't cook anything. Mm. You just so, eat. Yeah. So, so the structure there is, is everything is tied around Muay Thai and your training. Like yeah. that's the routine. Yeah. Get your training, nutrition, rest, hit it again. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, yeah, because I've noticed out there in Thailand, they have even little kids fighting like just, yeah, like just the gloves, no padding. No. There may be some padding in some leagues, but I, I know for the most part, everything's just full contact, like yeah. even for the little kids. Yeah. Nowadays, there's more, there's more like amateur circuits in Thailand because mm. Muay Thai is even grow, growing a lot more. I'm sure. Yeah. But originally, traditionally, kids are fighting since you know six, seven, eight years old. They're in, they're in there with no pads, but you know it's the economy of Muay Thai is different out there. So they're 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 fighting professionally at a young age since th they're fighting for money. They're not fighting for survival and others in, yeah. in essence. Yeah, they're not necessarily fighting because, oh, this is going to like, you know, boost my ego up. I'm going to feel great. Maybe get some girls. No, they, they're fighting because they're going to make money and they're going to so help support their family. A lot of these guys come from very uh, poor backgrounds, you know, and. They might not have another means, so they rely on that. They rely on fighting. And then some of them drop out after a few fights. Some of them keep going and become big names like we, we watch and we bring for seminars and all that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard. Uh, what's the seminar coming up? Uh, we have the Yokao seminar coming up, and that's going to be headlined with Sanchai. Sanchai. Who's the the biggest name in Muay Thai. Exactly. Right, right, right. Right now in he has been for a long time. Um, and then they're bringing the team of all the other Yokal superstars with them too. And they're coming to Austin, Texas, correct? They're coming out. They're coming here to our gym, uh, September 10th. Okay. And what's, uh, just for everybody listening right now, what's the location of the gym? Just in case, just to give some details. Of you the know the address? Mm -hmm. It's 12701 Loden Lane. Lane. Suite 201. Okay. So it sounds like you had a, in, in, in any, an immense amount of difference in training in Thailand coming back now to the U.S. Uh, I wanted to ask you what this gym, you know, uh, my 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 friend told me about this gym and I wanted to come check it out. And I even when I stepped in here, I got a full Muay Thai traditional like energy in here from the teeps to the bag works to the knees. And at least from my background and my training, I've never experienced actual traditional muay thai training was just knees elbows pad work more kicks uh i come from mma gym so when it's striking time i'm happy when it's grappling i'm like mm. yeah so I, I wanted to ask in terms of the gym 
how long has the gym been here and where do you see yourself in the gym in the next five years? Sure. Um, you know, number one, I'm happy to hear uh, your experience coming to the gym and getting that feeling of a traditional Muay Thai gym. Uh, for me, I don't know anything else. That's just, that's how, that's what I know. That's what I've experienced in my training in LA and in my training in Thailand. So I try to just bring what I know and give that a hundred percent. Um, your other question was what? I'm sorry. Uh, just how long has the gym been here? Yeah. And like, what are some, what are some major obstacles that you've overcome as oh. a business owner and as a coach since with this gym? So we've been in this location coming up on two years In a couple months. It'll be two years in this location. Um, prior to that, um, I was subleasing some small space in a karate school and teaching my program out of there. Prior to that, I had another facility, not as big as this one, but um, similar into the type of building it was. But I, I, I've been working for other gyms for a long time. And it got to a point in uh, 2019, end of 2019, where I kind of got tired of working for other people. And I wanted to do my own thing. Fair. The gym I was working at um, changed owners and they kind of just uh, let me go, basically. Hmm. And at that point, I was like, I was done working with working for somebody. I wanted to finally just have my own gym, which was what I wanted to do since I was a kid. So just end of 2019, I decided, all right, I'm going to open up my own gym. Found a spot. Uh, took a couple months and then signed the lease to get the keys and everything and start March 1st, 2020. That's when this location started. That's when we opened Warrior Family Gym. But as you know, two weeks later, yeah, we got uh, we got the uppercut from hell from the COVID lockdowns and all that. Oh, yeah. Long story short, um, the financially i wasn't prepared for that and by september i had to shut those doors um i have a great team behind me and some of my coaches uh who stuck around they i had to move back to california for for a short period of time okay to be with my family and uh had my guys stay behind uh, my guys i i subleased that little karate school and i had uh, one of my guys running the classes there and kind of benefit them because now they have a, they still have a place to train together. And then they were able to kind of keep the classes going while I was managing everything online. Okay. So like scheduling appointments and all that, I was doing all remotely from California. And the classes grew. One of my coaches, Oscar, he killed it. Great coach. I would book the, you know, trial students to come to class. He would teach them a kick-ass class. They would sign up. So the program was growing and it grew to the point where he called me. He's like, coach, I'm having a hard time because now we got like, we got people who've been here for a while and we've got like day one people. I'm having a hard time kind of running a class and we're having like, you know, 20, 25 people in a class, which for the space we had was, was huge. And I was like, man, I think it's time for me to come back, you know? So I, a few months later, I ended up coming back to Austin and then now me and Oscar were running classes together. So we would split up the groups mm -hmm. um, and we had like a we'd have the beginners go with one coach and the more advanced go with another coach. 
So now we're able to manage those students. And then after about a year total of being in that sublease space, we found this spot and moved here and been growing ever since. Yeah, this is a really nice, really nice space. I, I love the ring in the middle. Yeah. Uh, you kind of answered a question I was going to ask you today. Uh, are you looking to host any fights here? Because, you know, you already have the location. Yeah. And I, I heard what you said about the, having the referees and, yeah. you know, they're going to be certified from the state. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's a really good avenue on how to create versatility with the space that you have here yeah. uh, business-wise. Yeah. The, the setup was meant to be able to host some some fights here. I'd really love to do that. I just, I've been so busy running the business and just teaching the classes and doing all that to focus on that. But now it's getting to the, now the pieces of the puzzle are lining up to where. Gotta love that, right? Yeah. So I, I could see it happening. Um, we might host one event at the end of this year, but next year for sure. In sure. 2024, for sure we'll have an event. And are you looking fight. to have sanctioned fights or kind of like smokers to kind of get your We'll fighters? start with smokers. Okay. Yeah, sanctioned fights. Now we got to, yeah, is a little bit more involved with the state mm. and all that. But, you know, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm into it just step by step. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, I wanted to ask one more question because I know I, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, so how long, give or take, have you been actually coaching? So I've been coaching alongside my training for as long as I've pretty much been in martial arts because I started as a teenager doing Hapkido. When I was mm. a little kid, I started in Hapkido. Okay. And Muay Thai was always something I wanted to do. But my mom said it was too dangerous because she she would, you know, I'd, I'd watch the the Van Damme movies, Kickboxer and Badass movies, Bloodsport. <laughs> and when she would see those movies, she's like, that's what you want to do? No. <laughs> she's, she didn't want me going and fighting Tong Po, I guess, you know. That's, they're but, built they're built different out there but i had a cousin i had a family friend who was doing hapkido and she's like why don't you go do this with him and i'm like uh, okay you know so i went and tried it and i just i liked it i i just i, I really like all a lot of martial arts i kind of find value in a lot of different martial arts is hapkido is that the one with steven seagal no <laughs> no no, no. no. <laughs> what is that one is that aikido aikido yeah. aikido yeah yeah but um hapkido was cool uh you know as a kid i think it gave me a good base Hmm. Um, and then as I got older, I, 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 I found Muay Thai and found a spot and started training and just kind of do started doing that a hundred percent. Awesome. So it sounds like you got a lot of experience coaching, a lot of devotion and love for the sport. I wanted to ask as a takeaway, what's something from your coaching or what's a piece of your coaching that you would really like to instill in any one of your athletes, whether it be in the gym or outside the gym? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know uh like what what do you mean but like case in point i know um growing up my soccer coach was really positive male role 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 really positive male role model for me growing mm -hmm. up uh but even though he was my soccer coach he was giving us advice and tips as young men that we can do to be better overall individuals mm -hmm. so if it's something as simple as you know don't cheat yourself go through the line. You know, mm. if you got to do 10 push-ups, don't do nine, do 10, mm. you know, so kind of things like that, where it's whether you're successful in the sport or not, I want you to be successful out there as a, you know, as a man, as a human being, yeah. uh, yeah, of course. have some integrity, have a, you know, have a, have a, a pretty well aligned moral compass. I got you. Yeah. That I, I believe in that too. And kind of to kind of 
dig into a little bit of our core values, integrity, hard work, and family is kind of what I base everything around. So yeah, in everything we do, I want I want to lead by example by having integrity, working hard, having that family environment in here. And then I want my students, you know, inside and outside of the gym to carry that integrity with them and everything they do, the being positive, um, working hard, whether it's in the gym or out of the gym. And then just knowing that this is a, it's a family environment. We're not yeah, egos and stuff like that don't last too long here. Not because like we beat them up and they leave is not it just it. It's not room for it here. There's no room for it here. And Correct. Every, Everyone here is here here to help each other. No matter if you've never trained before, you're not athletic, you know, you've never thrown a punch before or a kick before. Or if you have and you've trained in Thailand before and you've, you know, had fights and, and all that, you belong here. And as long as you're cool and you're you're cool with, you know, helping everybody out and being a, in a positive family environment, I think that's what I want to instill in everybody. The integrity, hard work and family. Integrity, Harvard. That's beautiful, Coach. Uh, last question for me, just something personality-wise. What's one thing that makes you happy? Mm, spending time with my daughter, playing music, riding my bike. <laughs> what kind of bike you got? Um, have a uh, 2018 Harley Fat Bob. Oh, this is a motorcycle. motorcycle bike. Yeah. I'm thinking bicycle. <laughs> no, not bike. a bicycle. Like, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I think I seen you riding it the other day. Yeah. 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 It's a. I, you're not into dirt bikes or full wheelers and none of those would, kind of motorized vehicles, not, right? I haven't been, but um, I, I would love to get a dirt bike one day. And I, before I had my Harley, I had a, um, I had kind of like one of those bikes that you can go on and off road. And I just never okay. had the time to take it off road. So I do want to uh, go off roading. I'd love that. I just haven't had the time to get into it. I've been busy with this all the time hopefully when all this straightens out you'll have time to go mudding or something with a nice yeah. yeah i'm from i'm from east texas so i, I like mud in going in uh, i want to get into all that yeah I yeah, like, yeah. yeah. dirt like, like falling off i took yeah uh, uh, all we, those other things we went out to utah one year uh, it was for my daughter's birthday we rented one of those side by sides and we were out in like the utah desert just riding around and it was like we had a, such a blast and i remember i would take like a, i took a 360 video and you don't see anybody mm -mm. like as far as the horizon you could see out there's no, and i it was just so calm it was quiet and it was just really cool so like, i want to do this more but i don't we can't really do that out here in well, texas well hopefully next time i see you brother uh you can tell me some stories about the progress at the gym uh hopefully a dirt bike you're looking into to getting but yeah i appreciate the time coach alex thank you man beautiful message beautiful gym and uh I look forward to hearing more of the success of Warrior Family Muay Thai. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate yes, sir. it. Thank you. Yeah.